Welcome to It's Not That Deep with me, Lucy Woods, a mindfulness teacher, and me, Adrienne Kirk, a psychotherapist. Every episode, we discuss navigating the messiness of everyday life. We know it's a big subject, but we will do our best to discuss it lightly and make some sense of it all. In this episode, we're discussing why can't I stick to my goals? I think it's quite interesting to think about why we set goals in the first place, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We like them. We love them. We love achieving things. Yeah, checking things off the list. Yeah, everyone loves a list (laughs) that they can complete. So I think there is something about our driven nature, isn't there, of mm-hmm. achieving, that, that encourages us to set goals, and in order to get stuff done, yeah. right? particularly in a work-based capacity, kind of need to know what's needed to yeah. move forward. Absolutely. I, I think you're right that there, is, that, that there are different times and different uh, reasons that we do it, so work we have to, right? Otherwise nothing would, nothing would get done, projects wouldn't get completed on time, and all of that stuff. And running a house, it's useful to have a have a list and to be able to get through things. Very practical. Very practical. I think it gets trickier when we're treating ourselves like a like a job or a to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think it comes from having an idea of what we're supposed to yeah. to achieve as a human, doesn't it? What we ought to be like. Ooh. It's your favourite word. Should. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we have a culture where once or twice a year, maybe, there's a, there's a big emphasis on setting goals, right? So New Year, you know, yeah. that, um, that New Year's resolution stuff. And then lots of people talk about kind of doing that in September when the, when the school year starts again, that that feels like a renewal time and I'm going to set goals for this last rush towards Christmas and the end of the year. Yeah, that's so true that those times of... It's almost like we... N- can kind of go a bit bonkers at Christmas and think, oh, because on that day, yeah. um, or, or at the start of the new term, it'll all be a time to start again and to, to do the right thing or whatever we, we've perceived. And, and you said, you know, culturally we have those two days. And culturally and societally we have a constant influx of stuff telling us how we're supposed to be and I think that doesn't help either does it this is what you're supposed to look like this is what you're supposed to behave like this is what it is to be a perfect human being which of course is a marketing man's dream you know and actual twaddle yeah indeed there's no such thing as perfect and we, we you know we're on a hiding to nothing and I think I think we we then feed that with the sorts of goals we set, right? That I'm so I'm I'm going to be thinner. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to ex. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do a bunch of things I really I'm going to get hate. Six pack, <laughs> and then I'm going to maintain it, right? And I think that's the thing that what we're talking about are not completable tasks. Yeah. Yeah. There's no end goal, is there? The end no. point. I mean. No. I think of sort of the whole getting fit the way I think about cleaning the house you know it's like I'm not going to have achieved it and then I can tick it off and that's that no they have to kind of you you keep doing it so so the it's not a goal yeah and you're right it has to be maintained as well because you could get really fit but if you stopped exercising you'd just soon get very unfit well it's what yo-yo dieting is all about right we we, you know, we we diet to get to a certain weight and th- and, and if, we've, if we've set that as the goal then we get there and we go happy days and revert to our old 
comfortable, familiar yeah. habits, and the weight comes back on. And so, and they're often punitive and unsustainable, aren't they? Because yes. the goal weight we've set ourselves not is one where we can eat three chickpeas a day. Yeah, not something. You're right. Not something we can sustain, and not certainly not in a happy way. Yeah. You know. Yes, and that's interesting too, isn't it? Mm. Because it's that that level of punishment yes. brings often unhappiness. I, I wanted to just come back to the fitness thing because yeah. there's actually a, a I call it an epidemic or whatever, but there's a there's a big issue for young men who are striving to achieve a certain body shape or whatever, where it becomes an obsession and an addiction to have this particular you know all these muscles showing or whatever to to be able to to really have this ideal body whatever that ideal might be, but it doesn't stop. And it becomes an obsession, and and it's become uh, an eating disorder as such. Yeah. Because when they are doing what's called cutting, which is to try and get that really defined muscle, you don't eat any carbs, you only have protein. And you know, young men are at their most depressed at the point when they're cutting. Yeah. Um, and it just, is it worth it? Oh, that's so interesting, because I, I know a couple of bodybuilders, yeah. and... And they talk about exactly that yes. of, of the of the the mental discomfort just before a competition of which, which, which I is guess classic. is the cutting, it is, it is. right yeah. um, and and you know and how uh, how they have to push through that to be able to mm. to do the to do the competition and to get the to get the shape yeah and then and then it's if you can imagine that competition's over you know. It's a bit slack for a while, yeah, you know, and then and, pick it up, and again. then you have to do it again. Yeah. It's not sustainable. No. And I think, you know, coming back to the, all of the, the these goals we should ought to have, um, that's why we fail, yeah. right? That's yeah. why we can't stick at them. Yeah, and I think you're right, absolutely. That, that there's a number of things, isn't there? That they are that they're not a goal, so there's not an end point. Yeah. It needs to be sustained. We set. We set unsustainable goals, mm. unachievable goals, and often they're things we don't want to do. They're, they're, they're things that we they're painful, yeah, upsetting, we, make us sad. We think we ought to do them, but but they're not they're not bringing any joy to yeah. our life. And again, so it's back to the sort of marketing or the advertising mm. of what we're fed. Who are we doing it for? Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't. If it's not bringing any joy to our lives, it doesn't seem like it benefits us in any way shape or form i mean maybe we can look in the mirror and go my body looks great but i'm miserable is that worth it you know? yeah absolutely so and who, so who's it for other people to look at me and say wow she looks hot i don't know if that happens at 51 but <laughs> it certainly doesn't happen at mine. <laughs> and you know maybe the maybe the joy of of getting to your mid 50s is that we don't care anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't care. The thing is, we do care. There's a bit of me that does, but, you know, yeah. there's a, there's quite a bit of me that... You know, I'm... If, I, if I'm honest with myself, I do care about some things. I don't I don't need to, to be, you know, having people, other people thinking about it. No. No, I care for, for myself. And that's the difference, right? right? Okay, okay. I think I think, you know, that, that I, I'm, not, I'm not bothered what a stranger... Oh yeah, no, I don't care about that. In a bikini. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. 
I wouldn't wear a bikini at all. No, but, uh, I wouldn't either, <laughs> in fact. Even as I said bikini, I don't, I don't actually own one. Do you know I, what? I haven't worn one since I was about 20. I've just never been able to wear them. But anyway, yeah, I I, I, I suppose I'm, I'm really trying this year to, to... Because I can't say I haven't gone, right, New Year. I, I, I've got that... It's a time of reflection, yes. isn't it? Yes. You know, when we do that, there, there's that reflection on how I might like to show up in the following year. That's what happens to me <laughs> at, at, on, around New Year. And this year, I think it's very much around, instead of doing those smart goals, like a work objective, mm -hmm. which have to be specific and measurable and timed. I mean, you know, I've got to lose this amount by that time. Mm, like you say, even if you do, you just, what, you stop at that point? I've tried to think, what the, how do I want to be? Yeah. Especially in this stage of life. And I've done it for the last few years, maybe five or so, is, is try and step away from setting goals yeah. and to set intentions. Yeah. So what would, like you say, how do I want to show up in the world? We've talked about this in a previous podcast as well, actually, that, that the who do I, who, what version of me would I like to, to put out to there, put out there. Mm -hmm. and how do I grow the parts of me that will that will lead to that right so because some parts of me I'm quite happy with yeah right? lots of parts I'm not and and so how do I feed those to and, and also how to make it how to make it feel positive rather than punitive yeah so rather than thinking I need to lose weight because I'm a fat yeah. ugly human being and i have to do that by my birthday yeah. for instance you know thinking exactly thinking i want to nourish myself better i want to give myself the gift of delicious nutritious food yeah in order to be healthy yeah. in order to feel good in that order to have energy good. in order yeah. to enjoy my food there's Absolutely. a lot and what you're pointing to very much is uh, what we've talked about again before that not the brain doesn't respond well to don'ts no. and stops and negatives so don't think of a pink elephant it's going to come rushing in because we don't deal with the don'ts mm -hmm. so so having a more sort of positive inclination of the mind to where we want to be in a, a steering ourselves towards how we would like things to be instead of what needs to not happen yeah we respond much better to that as human beings don't we yeah absolutely yes yeah it's just we find it so much easier to do the punitive bit yeah because we're so hard on ourselves a lot of the time yeah it's interesting mm. why that comes about that we would not be more motivated by seeing the good yeah you know, and I've, uh, when i used to work in a corporate training environment we talked about motivation and how some people are motivated towards and some people are motivated away from so for example you know why would i turn up to work on time is it because i loved my job and whatever no it was because i didn't want to get fired you know i didn't want to not get paid i was always could get that sense of the, re the reason i'm doing this is to move away from the discomfort. Yeah. Um, whereas the job I do now, it's very much about because I flipping love it. I have the yes. best job in the whole wide world, kind of thing. And so I can feel that difference in motivation. And I'm still doing a job, you know. But 
I think that's what we need to kind of encourage is how we have that framing of this as a as a really a good thing for ourselves, something we're going to enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that you say that because it's something I talk with clients a lot about. You know that that how do we how do we reframe things so they're moving towards rather than running from? Yeah, yeah, and that's something I've had to learn a lot. I think in the last years especially we've spoken about our own anxiety and yeah. stuff like that lots of what we do is to avoid danger isn't yeah. it yeah. i'm saying we uh, there's a, uh, humans really in in many many cases but particularly when you have something like anxiety in your life you you know that so much of what you do is to evade the possibility of more anxiety yeah it's a fear response yeah you know, to to try and keep you safe absolutely and to as we have discovered you know learning to let go of that mm. whilst massively rewarding is really hard yeah so it's a hard thing to do it's a leap of faith it's a leap of faith and it's a it's a practice and it's a practice always. Yes. it's not something it's also that, not a task yeah it's not a task <laughs> knowing it isn't enough no. we have to keep kind of repeating that behavior to yeah. move towards yeah yeah and it's easier in some situations than others you know so yeah, and so I think uh, what we're talking about really is is about is about being kind to ourselves again. Mm. Um, I mean, talking about it again. I, I listened to something the other day as well about thinking about future you. Mm. I don't know if you you ever use this in, yeah. in your therapy or whatever, but you know, if that future me is still going to be me, you know, are, can I gift them? healthiness yes. in another 10 years time yeah you know what? my actions now i use it sometimes with tasks that i don't really want to do yeah so so future me might just be the me in two hours time right or the me in two hours time she probably won't want to hang this washing up either so i could give her the gift of just doing it now yes <laughs> how happy future me will be when the ironing's all done exactly. yeah i love that yeah but i think i i, I think that's kind of helping yeah me. Um, to, to think about, and I suppose the older you get, the more ability you have to see that the body doesn't get fitter as we get older, you know, everything gets a little bit more difficult and starts to wear out a bit more and the aches and pains are more, so I would quite like future, let's say 10 year me, mm -hmm. to still be mobile, to yeah. still be able to, to walk um, for, for several miles without struggle and and all of those things are only possible if I input now things that will s support that yeah and that's Absolutely. a much more helpful sort of motivation then, yeah. isn't it it's yeah. not punitive it doesn't feel to me anyway no no me neither me neither that that this is all about like you say giving giving future me the the gift of health um I find that I do find that really motivating yeah um yeah but um, but not everybody does. Yeah, and that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And, and for some people, the the pressure of the deadline, yeah. the timing of yeah, the, or, the, or the discomfort of the doing. You know, I remember I remember my sister's mother-in-law. We, we were trying to get her to wear shoes that supported her ankles because she was losing mobility. Right. So trainers, rather than these very slipper-like things that were offering no support. 
but they were they were uncomfortable for her because she was already kind of losing yeah losing that mobility in her ankle so having it held in a certain way was was uncomfortable and we just couldn't get her to understand that that would be worth it would be worth coming to terms with the discomfort now in but order to be it. mobile in the future and you know yeah that was a real shame and i think i think i think unless unless you practice these things when you're a bit younger mm. the, you know it's a bit late to try and put that into practice when you're however old she was 75 yeah. or whatever it was you know i think i think being stuck in those patterns of i just need to be comfortable right now yeah I, and i think we've talked about neuroplasticity mm -hmm. before the fact that the brain can still change whether you're 50 70 or 90 it's never too late no. it just will be more resistant Absolutely. after after a longer period of yeah. time yeah it's practice right yeah. so the more you can practice the earlier you start practicing the the more sustainable and the more uh normal that is in your world that that, that is that becomes part of a part of your being so to to make that massive change is um, more difficult yeah. when you and I'm struck by something that you might balk at thinking that it's not kind, because ultimately kindness is um, what what you mentioned earlier, this sort of thread that underlies this way of steering ourselves towards mm. what is helpful. But I heard a phrase, and I do like it, that discipline is the highest form of self-care. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But discipline, people might think, well, going on a strict diet, not drinking ever again. Yeah, no, They're not, disciplined things, and that's not, not what we no, mean, is it? No, no. But actually, it's motivation. Yes. It's doing the habits. It's repeating the behaviours that are helpful. Yes. And that takes discipline. And that can sometimes be very hard when we're in very low mood. Or Yeah, I talk to clients a lot right. about... about about self-care being muscular sometimes it is about making yourself leave the house because you know whilst in that moment you feel like just throwing the duvet over your head you know that, feel better. that you will feel rubbish at the end of the day if you stay with the duvet over your head and if you make yourself go out to that party or meeting that friend or whatever it is that that you're resistant to right now that actually you will feel a whole lot better for doing that yeah right so there is i absolutely agree that that that, that that this idea that 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 sometimes self-care is to give yourself a good old shove yeah <laughs> in a kindly way right remember you will feel better when you've done that okay and if you don't if you don't feel better you come home yes yes and i'm really this is the thing that i'm kind of holding dear, mm. if you like, that the discipline is a kindly thing to myself. Yes. Because future me will be happy that I went for a walk of at least 10 minutes every day or yeah. whatever. Again, that sounds even a bit punitive. That's the aim, you know, the, the sort of intention is to move at least every day. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, if some days you go for a walk for two hours, that kind of balances out a little bit. But I would like to walk more yeah. because sedentary lifestyle is proven to not be that great right? and i really miss it right so there was a lot there was lots that was not great about covid and the lockdown i mean massive amounts but one of the things that felt like a real gift were our walks yeah and i miss that yeah you know i know but when we get together we record podcasts i know absolutely we need to find I, a way I, I, this and <laughs> yeah we need to find a way that we can record podcasts whilst walking without <laughs> disturbing people with the sort of stomp stomp crunch, crunch snap. And, and, and feeling out of breath <laughs>
Oh yeah, there'll be that as well. Yeah. Okay. So intention. Yeah. To yeah. Do that too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I I think I think taking that pause to think of intentions. What are the ways in which I'd like to sharpen the world? What are the values that I have mm. that I'm that I'm not really living right now? And and what you know, what would be a a kindness to myself to to have that show up in in me yeah. and that sounds really um nebulous but but those things be, they are um they're concrete things right like walking more because i would like to because i like the energetic me yeah and not the knackered me exactly and and I, for me, I, I know that I need to expend energy to get energy. So I need to walk to feel energised. And interestingly, I need to move to not feel agitated. Yeah, me too. So, well, I think that maybe as human beings, we all have that. So if you've been in all day working or you sat at your desk, whatever, there's an energy that's an unpleasant energy yeah. that almost feels like stress or agitation or whatever. And I, I don't think there's anything specifically stressful except for the fact that we're designed to be moving beings yeah. and I haven't moved all day. And outdoors beings. And, and we've, been outdoors indoor, being, we've been indoors yeah. all day. I was listening to yeah. something the other day where they were talking about, exactly, they were talking about moving and the fact that so many more of us working from home for the people who are able to do that, you know, means that, that we miss out on that kind of incidental exercise. Yes. And one of their solutions was, do the walk anyway, walk to the station and back, yeah. or at least that distance, first yeah. thing in the morning, get that walk in, because, because you're missing it, you need it, and it's, and it's healthy and a gift to yourself. Yeah, and a, a friend of mine who lives around the corner has taken to, we message each other, if we need to just pop to the post office, or pop to, the, to take the other one along. To oh, try and, yeah, so it's like I'm going to the post. It might be a 10 minute, literally five, 10 minutes down the road. But I'm going, do you want to come too? So, and it might be just a stop in my day, five minutes, 10 minutes, just to literally get out of the house. And I love that. And, and that feels really helpful. Yeah. yeah. I'm just popping to the town. I'm just doing this or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it ends in a cup of tea, which is also lovely. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I suppose that, that that that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's kindly exactly. reframing, reframing, switching that from goals to intentions, and from something punitive to something that feels supportive and helpful and positive. And future me will future. thank us for. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Great. Thank you. You've been listening to It's Not That Deep with Lucy Woods and Adrienne Kirk. If you've enjoyed listening, why not subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode?